Hello, welcome back to Upright Citizens. We're here with you today. This is Bob Deboo. Pleasure to be here as always. Thanks for listening. Here we are with the great Ruben Rogers. What's up, Ruben? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Good. And and this this is Bob Deboo speaking on the other end. I gotta introduce him. He introduced me. It's only fair. Okay. Thank Yo. you. Y'all know us by now, right? We're here. We're here again. Second season of Upright Citizens, or second year, however we want to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, our base-centric podcast—it's always a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we are going to continue with this newish type of series that we're doing. We're going to call it Basist Spotlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've recently done uh, talked about Reginald Veal, the great Reginald Veal, and uh, today we're going to get into another one of our favorite bass players, great Mark Johnson. And uh, we've got a lot of good music to share, some stories, some just our own takes on some of this uh, beauty mm-hmm. that is the artistry of Mark Johnson. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that just to get started, maybe we should hear some Mark Johnson to get yep. into it. Before we, cool. before the hairs vomit, like we always do. <laughs> exactly. Let's, Let's go straight to the, base straight to the source. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Mark Johnson has this amazing album uh, on the ECM label. He has a few, a few. And most recently, he has this amazing solo album, which we'll talk more about uh, coming up. But getting started, this is from, uh, we're going to play the great John Coltrane's composition, Resolution, from Mark Johnson's Bass Desires, 1985, with um, John Schofield, Bill Frizzell, Peter Erskine. But I'm going to let this rip. Here goes Resolution. It just grows from there. It's yeah, beautiful. yeah. Oh, man. What's that? That's uh, John Schofield, Bill Fizell. 
Yeah. Great. Uh, is it Peter Erskine on drums? Is that right? Peter Erskine no? on drums. Yep. Yeah. Man. Absolutely. All-star cast. All-star cast. I think that was when it, that was his first album as a leader, maybe, or one of the first. Is that correct? I believe you're right. Yeah. yeah. There's the sound of summer running uh, that comes right. later, and there's uh-huh. other albums, of course, and right. we're going to dig into some of that. But I think that might be one of his first statements as a, as a solo artist. Right. Of course, I mean, you know, I, I think I've probably heard him first with, uh, um, well, I know where I've I heard him first Where's and I'll that? talk about that later I guess but of course a lot of folks know Mark Johnson from the last Bill Evans trio right mm-hmm. usually with Joe LaBarbera of course perhaps that was one um, of, I guess that's one of one of his first touring gigs right something like that yeah or at least a lengthy you know uh, member in in, in in um in his long you know career uh, Can you imagine? I, I mean just to give yeah. a, a, some background on, on for folks who don't know about Mark Johnson you know he's uh, American born he from from good old Omaha, Nebraska, mm. born in 1953, mm-hmm. but he grew up in Texas. I'm, I'm not sure where in Texas. What did he, you know he grew up in Texas? You know, I, I so I went to the University of North Texas for a little while, and I I know that there was an association with with him in Denton. Okay, and I, and I think that probably he resided in Denton for a while. Okay, I, I know his daughter when I was in school there. She's a great cellist, and that's that's um, where the great um, uh, college. Uh, the what's the name of what's the, the you did you go there too actually the university of north texas yes mm-hmm. unt yeah did he go there yeah too? i went there for a little bit did he go I, there i think that he did go there i think he's an alumni of okay. unt there you go yeah there you here go. we are learning on the gig you know there you go <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah, his his credits you know um include you oh, know yeah it, the, i mean this man has talked about body of work. We talk about this all the time. He has played with the gamut of, of folks in this mm-hmm. business, from Joe Lovano, Michael Brecker, I mean, Stan Getz, Gary Burton, John Aubrey Crombie, Brill Fazell, Pat yes. Metheny. Uh, I mean, this still is, doing it. is large. I could go on, promotion. I mean, all yeah. kinds of, of folks. He was able to touch a lot of people over the years. Um, and please, you know, this is why we spotlighting these, these, these great, I mean, and including his time as a leader, you know, his, his, his stuff as, and obviously in the past 15, 20 years, he's had a lot of collaboration with his wife, Ilian Elias, another fine artist and, um, Mm -hmm. musician in her own right. Um, so yeah, please go out and check out all of his, the stuff is, it, it, the list is too long and we, it'd be, so just what we're giving you are just some gems that are personal to us, you know. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, this next one I'm going to present is, uh, I guess I I learned about Mark many years ago, probably from the Bill Evans stuff um, early on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not until, I feel like not until the late 90s or so, uh, into the 2000s did I really start to check him out more Mm. Um, it was mainly because um, I had a friend who actually worked at ECM (laughs) and she would give me all these ECM recordings like for free just like crazy amounts of music I had heard him on different records but I hadn't heard his album until Mm -hmm. I I got some of those those CDs from her it's kind of weird right Um, and this particular CD wasn't part of it but but it, it it led me to say like let me check out some more of what what Mark is doing I like his sound, and Beautiful. I stumbled on this recording uh, with a, a violin cellist a duo record, um, 
if, if y'all Google that that instrument, yeah. not many people play that. <laughs> this <laughs> but, is you're talking about. His name is Eric Longsworth. Yes, right? Eric Eric yeah. Longsworth is his name, right? Mark Johnson and Eric Longsworth. Um, it's a very interesting instrument. That's violoncello, by the way. But anyway, uh, this recording, "If Trees Could Fly," it's not on ECM mm. label actually, but um, it was done in 1999, and it's a beautiful beautiful recording um and uh, this tune we're gonna i don't know who 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 composed it but oh yeah i was reading that they, they both composed all the music did they for the, wow for the well, it sounds like mm -hmm. it i mean they, they yeah. have a, a very a very good um interplay between them and Definitely. uh once again i'm gonna stop talking and play some of this beautiful music for you this talk this tune this song is called lullaby and you can hear some of uh Mark's sweet playing and some wonderful arc on here too. Here we mm. go. we say about that um i'll That's let you just, start because i got, I man, got a lot to could say but yeah <laughs> just lovely the first thing there's a lot that comes to mind but obviously you know the the 
the blending, mm. like knowing where one sound starts and ends, right. you know, between the, the, them both yes. is yeah. so beautiful. Like, beautiful pizzicato sounds between both of them, these mm. beautiful long notes in the, uh, um, just the sound that they're getting is so yeah. just mm-hmm. inviting is the word that comes to mind. And the exact same uh, with the arco playing between yes. both of them. I love how it starts pizzicato with Mark mm. and then Eric joins in pizzicato. Mark graduates to arco right. and then Eric brings in the arco sound. But just a gorgeous, uh, from a bass centric point of view, yeah, of course. the just a gorgeous bass arco sound yes. and phrasing. Yes. The way that he, oh, just... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dips down to these lower notes and the way yeah. he gets there is just something else to me. And yeah. I, you know, it makes me think too, the title of the album again, If Trees Could Fly. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I was trying to think about, you know, I was thinking about like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, these are both instruments made, comprised mainly of wood. Mm-hmm. They come from trees. Maybe that's where this is coming from. Maybe they're they're flying through their instruments. I don't know, getting kind of esoteric I mean, perhaps. That's great, I mean... <laughs> They painted a picture yeah. and you interpreted it the way the it's very way you wanted. I mean, that's the, the, the true you know meaning of artistry of being an artist. They are artists, and, sure. and that's what they did. I, I love it. And you know, um, this is a great time for us to to break into our little adjectives our that we haven't yeah. shared with each other. You know, for y'all's just joining us, we we kind of say you know what we'll come up, Bob. You come up with you know four superlatives, some just a few words. That describes you know how how you feel or what you hear in this this basis playing, and we we don't share them, and then we actually just put them out into the world right on this podcast. And here, I'm going to start this time. Hello, Go for it, Ruben. What yes. I hear, I think, is very right. All of it is right in what we just heard. It's warm. Mm. It's dexterous. His playing. This is this is Mark's playing. Mm. It's controlled. Mm. It's patient. You know, yes. uh, words. obviously he has a, 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 a classical background, you know, mm-hmm. he, he he plays in thumb position effortlessly and in tune. But I think the, the thing that gravitated his sound and his dexterity, but I think his control and the way he's it's he's everything is also intentional, but also uh, he's not he's not in a hurry to play something. It's just like it's going to come. And yes. and the way he can actually turn it up and be like sweet and really low key for a second, but when he needs to turn it up and say like check this out, he'll he'll just kind of like can, can surprise you and be like wow that's incredible. Then he knows and he <laughs> just comes back. He says, I just want to let you know that's that's what I could do too. But this is where <laughs> it's at. And just it, the 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 depth of it's everything of, of what he 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 puts you know he plays on the instrument is is high it's high level and uh, i think that's what always uh has gravitated me towards his playing um it's honest yeah. very Honesty. honest that's yeah. probably another Absolutely. another word um you know and we mentioned this in the when we were speaking about reginald veal how there's not really he's got his own style that mm-hmm. people don't you can't really bite Reginald Veal, right. you know, in, right, in an right. honest way or in a true way. And I feel the same with Mark Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, right. I don't hear anybody sounding like Mark Johnson. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Just it completely, it seems genuine, honest, and that comes through. Mm-hmm. All the interviews that I've heard of him speaking to, it's, you get that, that vibe yes. entirely as well. Mm-hmm. My adjectives that I had were, first of, first of all, expressive. Mm. He expresses in such a unique and just, you know, beautiful way. Yes. Energetic. 
but while still being subdued, you know there what I mean? Go. Like he can take it there. Like when you were talking about turning it up, yep. he can really turn it up that when range. it's time to. Mm. Man, the range, yes. Uh, another word that came to mind was vanguard. Because mm. he seems like he's like definitely interested in the, in the associations, the musical associations he finds himself in are some different situations. Right. You know, he's not... I don't want to use the word pigeonhole, but that's the first one that comes to mind. You know what I mean? Right. Like he does different things. He's not afraid to play, like make a duo album right. with the cellist. Do you, you know go. what I mean? Or, uh, or solo bass albums. Hello. He's, he's not afraid to try new things. So he's on the Vanguard in my opinion. And then the last one, which maybe is a little more on the nose technique. Yes. This cat's technique is, yes. and if you ever get a chance, uh, just pull up a YouTube video or even better, Mm. find where uh, Mr. Johnson is playing next and go see him play, yes. hear him play. But to see, to see his technique is just incredible. Put yes. to highly creative uses. He's a master, as you mentioned, in the upper register. Mm. Pull-offs, hammer-ons, mm. all these big glisses, the short ones and the mm. little ones. Uh, phrasing, rhythmic playfulness. And he does mm. these kind of things, too. We heard a little bit on Resolution yes. where he plays these unisons. I think this is a really character, one of the really characteristic yes. Mark Johnson things, where he plays these unisons between the D and the G string, where mm. he uses his thumb, right. I think, on the G string and the and maybe second it finger right probably. in tune. It's just, it's, that's, yeah, it's, that's but really it's got this chorus effect. It's really yeah. tough to do. <laughs> totally. And really well. Big chords and everything and yeah, just and something else. For all you uh, not upright players, thanks for coming on our <laughs> little bass geek journey just this past like ten seconds. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. But I mean, it's music. I mean, we talk about technique and all of that, and he has it in spades. But it doesn't sac. It's never sacrificing the music. Yes, and that's, that's why. Not, probably that's know, what I, I appreciate the most. You know, definitely. Absolutely, he can he can um, go there. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, let's keep going. You want to hear some more? Some yeah. more tracks now that we've yes, shared our uh, mm -hmm. our things. Let's uh so I think this is interesting. We're gonna pull up uh, uh a Lee Konitz uh composition entitled Subconscious Lee mm -hmm. from I think it was recorded in twenty ten from my research here, but with uh great pianist Enrico Piranunzi, mm -hmm. who we've spoke on before, which is just incredible, and the great Paul Motion uh as well. And this is live at the Village Vanguard. Um, and so I think it's just interesting, you know, we have to kind of always go back, not always, but I think it's interesting to see the Bill Evans connection here again. Mm. Here is, here is, you know, Mark Johnson, the last bassist in the, in the, uh, or the final bassist in the Bill Evans trio playing with Paul Motion, who most of us know from Sunday at the Village Vanguard or, you know, that the, the, the Bill Evans trio albums with Scott LaFaro. And so... There's this connection. I wonder what, if any conversations, any Bill Evans conversations happened between Mark and, the, it must have, between Mark Copy and Paul. Yeah, sure. I, I, I could only imagine, but it must be something else. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, we're going to hear, um, and you hear some of this, there's this broken feel and Paul does his thing, uh, obviously. Uh, if you've ever heard Paul Motion, you know what we mean. It's indescribable. Mm -hmm. uh, it's beautiful. But uh, we're going to hear subconsciously with... Um, with Mark doubling the melody and phrased in such an incredible way. Um, and I think I'm going to let this go on into his solo, if that's cool with you. It's not a very long solo, no, but definitely. we'll let, let this, it let, let it, it ride. So here we go. Here's Subconscious Lee. <laughs> Thank you. 
that off because that's actually one of my favorite parts of the song oh yeah right there. <laughs> yeah where where Enrico's going nuts and and they're trading back and forth with Paul and then he brings back it, it the energy is just oh it's it's beautiful for, Man. for those who don't know what tune that was at least the chord changes were based on the great <clears throat> standard what is this thing called love 
mm-hmm. and what a incredible unison melody they played together yes oh, that yeah. is not easy <laughs> right yeah the 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 way that they're expressing it they are yes the, the phrasing, phrasing of it and the, the way they go about Man. playing that together is is impeccable and that's also a sign of you know um playing together for some time because i know i know yeah. uh, mark has played with enrico for many years over the you know you know decades and over the years probably off and on but you know definitely you know those relationships nurturing those relationships remember we're gonna always preach that don't oh keep that in the back of your mind great music we hear are usually from nurtured relationships so side note Mm. side note yes absolutely (laughs) yeah that's uh that brings me back you know you mentioned that 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 with his relationship with uh enrico uh i remember hearing one of my first uh mark johnson albums with uh i think it's called deep song Mm. i remember the name of the cover you know or the cover what mm. it looks like but i believe joey Barron's on it instead but that goes back you yes. know like it's mm. a it's an old older older album definitely and uh you know that makes me think back to my first encounter uh hearing or my first time hearing mark johnson on mm. record mm. Uh, i can remember it specifically i, I had a, a wonderful teacher when i was in university or when i was in high school actually uh, who um gave me this album by stan getz mm. called pure getz Mm. with uh, obviously Mark Johnson, Jim McNeely on piano, Victor Lewis on drums, and of course, Stan Getz. Right. And uh, I, you know, I was into it. Everything sounds, you know, all the tracks sound incredible. And then I hear Mark Johnson solo and I'm like, how what? the hell is anybody doing? Yeah, how yes. does he do that? Yeah. You know, like this phrasing sounds like a horn player coming out of nowhere. These big, um, you know, when he's in the upper register, how he pulls out the sound of those, yeah. those high notes. Yes. And then can drop back down in a heartbeat, you know. It's just like drove I, me nuts. I, like I, I know this record you're talking about, and and it's so great, it's so wonderful. And it's one of those records I had to revisit also, over, mm. you know, as I got older. It's because it's interesting mm-hmm. that that time frame, obviously, also the time frame when he was playing with 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 um with Bill Evans, you know, his sound yeah. was a lot different. I mean, you know, it's probably the same, but it was a lot different than at least because at least his recorded sound was a lot different because. It was like the pioneering time of pickups and and things sure. were just being you know the, like the first decade or two of 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 bassists being able to hear them <laughs> hear themselves <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah. he kind of was somewhat born at least his recording time was born into that so that his his sound kind of was a lot different than I think his today as his recorded sound was a lot different than sure. it is today you know mm-hmm. i think as as time went on you were able to hear the evolution is his sound and hear it is more acoustic and hear his true the true the true sound of his instrument um it's because yeah. even just just hearing it you know when we were doing some of the research for this this podcast to hear the, the how you know even just hearing the track we just heard compared to the first track we we heard or we played it's right. different you know it's different Definitely. at least it's it's, it's 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 probably the core of it's still there it's always been there but just you know the way you know things were tweaked and you know oh and there's decades between them two exactly too, you know so, and i yeah, love yeah. that part too that 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 artists yeah. continue to try and evolve their sound try to to uh you know get things you know make things better and and you know and it just add to their legend <laughs> you know what i mean yes it's 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 uh it's a phenomenal thing i really love it um but uh, I don't, I think we can be able to wrap this up right now. What do you, What do you think? Uh, I yeah, think we've, absolutely. We've definitely give some flowers and uh, and as I said, please 
uh, Mark has has a, a great body of work. We only touched on 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 some of the things that are kind of personal to us. I mean, of course, he's yeah. As I said, he's he has countless recordings he played early on with with Bill Evans. We know you can do that. You can go check that out anytime. John well, Abercrombie and Peter Erskine. He's done tons with that with his wife Alien Elias. He they've done a lot. So please go and check it out. But we're gonna give love to to uh, one of his recordings on ECM. Um, yeah. We're gonna go out on, on, and actually, this is one of those recordings. I feel like I got, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I was, I became even more familiar with him from those, those that same, uh, you know, person who worked at ECM that gave me all these <laughs> records. <laughs> nice. I, I yeah. really like this record. Um, he has uh, 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 some great compositions, and this one is called Blue Nefertiti, and uh, the name of the record is called Shades of Jade. By the way, on ECM record, and this is. What what year was this? I think this is uh, two thousand and five. Two thousand and five. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but uh, speaking of ECM, just real quick too, uh-huh. we got to do a big shout out to his solo album. That's right. The mm-hmm. recent solo album entitled Overpass, which we, we you and I were talking about it. You know, aside from this recording, and just yes. being like mm-hmm. kind of geeking out on like this incredible. Yes. It's incredible great. solo album it's great. that he does. You so know, sorry um, we didn't include it, this, but we definitely please you know go and check it out. It's just in the past year it came out and uh please give give that love show love to mark show love to ecm and um we're gonna just go thank you to everybody thank you to everybody that's listening to and um, mark johnson thanks so much for the music yes big inspiration so if you ever hear this thank you so much bass love here we are and you have a great day great night great week bob wherever you are yes sir take care yourself and thank you all for listening blue nefertiti by mark johnson Mm-hmm.